Oh, we're live. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, we've been live. Yeah. Well, then yeah. in that case, welcome everybody <laughs> back to Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony speaking. Joining me tonight is Clint and Vance. All the usual suspects are here. Welcome back. And welcome back to me, I guess, because I missed the last episode because I went and watched Top Gun <laughs> with the oh, wife who you? demanded that I go. Okay, how was it? Top Gun? Yeah, how was it? It was good. It was good. Vance, you, you did saw that it, thing didn't you? Where, where you shrugged your shoulders. Oh, I did not see it. I did not see oh, it. I thought you went and saw it. Oh, no. Top Gun is good. So, Top Gun from like 85 or whenever it was is, was good. 86, greatest year ever. 86. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I read on the internet today that China and another country, I can't remember, is not going to, that Top Gun is so pro American. Imagine. That China and another country are banning its release in its entirety. Their loss. <laughs> Not to get into politics, of being, you know, you have to get into politics, but I did read an article today where uh, China was upset because their state uh, run public uh, company that publishes textbooks for uh, children was in hot water because some of the illustrations that they had were pro-american because some of the uh the, the illustrations of the children in there had them with red and blue stripes and some stars on their outfits so it was pro-american and there was a, a demand that all of those textbooks literally all the textbooks be withdrawn from circulation and new ones made because of some illustrations that could be perceived as pro-American. So, okay, well, if they're, you know, back to Top Gun, they're a loss. You know, they don't get to see Tom Cruise do a really great job acting. You know, really, he's usually just kind of like an action guy, you know, not a lot of, not a lot there as far as like depth of character. This is probably one of the very few films of his that like, you know, he's actually acting. Um, and it's pretty good, you know, it's, it's pretty good. The stories, you know, it's the story segue here. If you haven't, it's, it's very similar to something else. Star Wars, Mm, the mission, the mission is a ripoff of Star Wars, a new hope. They got to shoot it through like the little vent or something. Oh (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> it's exactly maybe maybe <laughs> you know right yeah yeah no spoilers but yeah you have to go see it it's good it's not you know people are saying it's great you know like if you can actually go to rotten tomatoes i think it's like 90 something percent from yeah, both really critics critics and audiences um yeah, but i think that that too is almost like well not elder ring elder ring is actually a good game not saying Top Gun is actually a good movie, but when you have a lot of trash that's put out, it's like, you know, you kind of, you know, and lowers you have the bar. That's, right. That's decently put together. It's like, man, okay, all right. Well, I mean, I, mean, I think. Imagine. Oh, no, go ahead. I think, you know, we've gone through 10 years of only good action movies you're getting are the occasional James Bond movie and uh, all Marvel. Almost everything is Marvel um, with a peppering of DC in there that's usually not very good and this is like an action movie that has nothing to do with superheroes <laughs> you know this is 
it's pretty cool. You know, it's like, this is old school. This is, you know, ripped right out of the eighties. That, that was a big thing in the eighties, man. That was all like just, uh, you know, John McClane, you know, doing his Rambo. thing or the Terminator, all, you know, it's like predators, all these guys against, Sylvester you know, Predator. Stallone. Yeah. yeah it I was mean, like, we had action heroes who were the action hero, but they were different characters, you know, like they played a role that wasn't the same person every time, but it was the same role, but not the same character. It was, you know, a very different time for cinema. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. So Top Gun is, is, is a good watch. If you haven't seen it, you know, and you're on the fence, <laughs> go ahead, go watch it. But it's, You'll enjoy it. But it's like, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, like I, I've just been like reading like different articles that have randomly popped up, so to speak. But, uh, you know, you have like now, cause you know, like the first time gun dropped in 86. I was born in 86, so that's, what, 36 years ago, pretty much. So it's like now you have parents that were there for the original Top Gun, and now their kids are grown, grown, and it's like, you know, they're going to see it together to, you know, like compare the differences to see what's, you know, um, reality and what's fiction. Like I read this one article about a guy, uh, you know, when he said he seemed to get like he was eight from his dad, and that's why he enlisted, you know, because Top Gun made it like, oh, man. It was like, yeah, yep. 20 yep. some years That's later, actually, like, yeah. uh, I heard a very similar comment from somebody else. Yeah. Um, your, your your buddy from work, Clint, that you know you guys used to go out on a boat with. He, that's yeah. what he said. He joined because of the movie Top Gun. He was not a pilot, but um, he joined <laughs> the Navy now? because of <laughs> Top Gun. So pretty impactful and a huge success at the theater. When I worked at the, you know, the company you guys work at, I requested and had installed a whiteboard so that I could track some stuff in the office. Actually, it was right. The desk was right next to yours at the time. And I uh, requested this whiteboard, got it hung up. And then that person comes in and he's talking to me about his time in Guantanamo Bay, you know, where he was the boat driver, but Guantanamo Bay. And he just goes, he's like, hold on, let me just, it's hard to explain it. And he goes over to this whiteboard that I've just filled out all this stuff on all this information and he just wipes it all off and draws <laughs> Guantanamo Bay <laughs> off on the whiteboard. I'm like, you know, I needed that information, man. That took me like 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's the Top where's Gun there, fans. Where's the uh, Into the Danger Zone playing? Oh <laughs> yeah, who was doing that? Yeah. yeah. So Top Gun, great, uh, great movie. You know, go check it out. Like I said, if you're on the fence about going and watching it, the one, the one segment I was telling you guys about where they ripped straight out of Star Wars. So. Speaking of Star Wars, something else came out this past Thursday, right? Or was it Friday? It was Friday. No spoilers. Um, we're not going to spoil yeah, anything this with is Obi-Wan, not, No spoilers. Yeah, we're not okay, going to spoil staying it. away from We're actually going to wait and, and get into details about the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Disney Plus uh, show that just came out this past week. Uh, we're not going to get into details until after the entire series is completed. But impressions non-spoilery impressions let's start with well who should we start with let's start with clint let's, let's get, start with clint a, clint one word uh oh, let's hear your one word impression after the first two no, episodes no no one word yet hey, one word is going to be at the end of the okay, whole thing that's for the okay. entire series okay let's hear your impressions it's too early for the one word when i saw the first episode of boba fett i gave the one word review <laughs> and my one word review do you remember trash for the whole series i called trash and boy was i right 
that's that's not the case here. We actually have some redeemable qualities in this uh, Obi Wan show. One, the prequels is the reason I hate Star Wars because I went and watched all those in theaters in like the late '90s, early 2000s when they came out, and they were all horrendous. Not a single redeeming thing in all of them. Just lies. Horrible, horrible content. Lies. And they they summed up all of those prequels in their little like you know cut scene cutaways or whatever and it actually is like okay i don't i'm not zero percent chance i'm ever watching any of those movies again but thank you for reminding me about the things that happen between all the garbage in those movies so that i have relevance for this so they did give a little bit of background that i thought they did well yeah but that was from the second trilogy though it wasn't from the vhs ones correct the prequels right, yeah. yeah prequels but i'm I, I found myself i wouldn't say i was getting excited but I was like content as I started watching it. I'm like, okay, this is, you know, it's off to a good start. And then there's a scene where there's a, I won't, I'm I'll super staying away from spoilers. A young girl is uh, being chased, you know, ne'er do wells, right? In the, uh, in the, they're chasing her through the forest. And they say, she says she's 10. She's definitely not older than like six. She is the tiniest little thing. She's like up to their waists, you know, uh, the people that are chasing her. And it was the most unbelievable, like just completely immersion breaking chase scene I've ever seen in my life where I literally just, I think I said out loud, like, how did they do this? How did this get past a director? And I looked at the director at the end of the episode. I looked and it was Deborah Chow. Shame on you, Deborah Chow, for letting this scene in. An otherwise good episode. But this this group of people is chasing this six-year-old through the woods. And it's a whole scene? They got her sliding through stuff? I'm like, dude, you're 10 feet away. Just, like, lunge. It's It was completely unbelievable. It was, like, the worst, like, worst acted. It's, it's completely suspend all of, uh, you know, all of reality to make me believe that this this actually happened the way it is. It was so bad. And it took me a minute to like overcome how horribly bad this scene was, and then get back into what otherwise was a good show. Like Obi Wan is turning out to be a good show as it stands right now, but that one scene was so horrifically bad, dude. It was like it, it almost killed the whole thing for me. Terrible, terrible. Vance, so what do you yeah, say? So, well, let me respond to this to this guy over here. She's like a princess, right? The person Why are you going on spoilers right now, man? Come on, no spoilers. Oh, no, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> so, but so they're delicately trying to restrain this child. Now, if it's my child, I'm running through, I'm snatching by the back of the pants, trip him up if I got to, whatever. But if I was chasing somebody of importance, and I don't want to get a scratch on them, dude. Are you uh, implying your children aren't important? Just wanna, just for the record. Nah, they go for taxes. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I see. Just, just taxes, you know. So, you know, so I get the scene, you know. I was looking at it, I was like, hmm, okay. I get it. It's cool. I mean, so far, you know, the first two episodes are cool, you know, like, you know, nothing, nothing really, you know, yet, but, uh, no, it's all right. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, it's, it's, uh, well acted for the most part from what I've seen so far and they're building things pretty well. 
uh, as far as like world building on what we don't have as far as uh what we've seen so far like uh, i mean uh, uh, like zero percent chance that this is going to be as bad as boba fett just not possible it's no. for sure going to be a much better series when, than that uh, uh ewan mcgregor is doing a great job <laughs> like uh, maybe not um uh, as great as uh, what's his name in uh, Moon Knight, but his acting is pretty good. So it, that's a great start. That's true, it's he a great start well. when you have a, a good actor um, that can uh, really uh, portray all the feelings just from just the way he's like looking. You know, he doesn't even have to say anything. Like he can just kind of sit there and then, you know look this way look that way and you're like oh yeah i feel i know exactly what he's feeling um but yeah um, my impressions of the show i was actually blown away by the simple recap at the start of the show three minutes recap from the prequels that they edited together to remind everybody what is going uh what's going on who the characters are what the backstory is of uh, the, the, the job that whoever did that editing job in that three minute recap, um, actually made the prequels look interesting. Like, man, I kind of want to go back and watch those now. Yeah. So that was a great job editing there. It's a solid start. Solid way. I mean, it's like Bob Fett down here. Obi-Wan up here. Um, is it up to Mandalorian level? I don't know. But Mandalorian's start was, uh, I feel like this might be a better start than the Mandalorian. This one chase scene, though, like, oh, it's it 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 nags me. You know, it it, like lowers my expectations for the rest of the series a lot. And it's I would like to enjoy a Star Wars series, you know, like, and it seems like they have maybe the resources and the ability to give it to us on this episode or this series, but. I don't know. I, I think Mandalorian turned into something pretty good. Vance, say some words, man. Your face is going to get stuck like that if you leave it. It's like, well, without spoilers, I don't know. Like, what's going on doesn't make sense to me. I mean, both of y'all seen, you know, both episodes. And, and then, like, at the end, I was just like, you know, like, what happens at the end of the second episode, I was like, hmm. The the mm. villain we're talking about who the who the villain is you know I no, I really early was villain. like I hope that okay go ahead sorry uh but Obi Wan okay yeah so that that last little major scene I was like mm. Mm. they're they're setting up uh they're setting up a triumphant moment is what they're doing yeah but yeah but like when you see him and like uh. Like it's hard to talk without the spoilers, but do y'all remember way back uh, in Return of the Jedi? I don't know if you've seen the clip, but when Luke is struggling to lift the plane off the swamp, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so now that represents, you know, what happens at the end of the second scene. That didn't oh, make sense to me. Gotcha. I, I know what you're saying. That's because yeah, he's. Like, a- He's right, not, but he he's, yeah, but, he's totally a different person. He's totally yeah, a but you remember person. though, like how they as kids, how you know with uh, the prequels, you know, oh, you know, Anakin, he's 
so strong, don't train him, he's going to yada yada, like Luke, you know, like, so at a young age, you have this ability. So let's say in the Jedi, you know, whatever, if you're 100 years old, the force is strong with you. So for you to kind of like, you know, I was just like, eh, like, I don't think it works like that. You know, like, I mean, I, I, I get what you're doing for the show, but that goes back to what the guy said at PAX. He's like, Disney is like watering down for like his love. And I'm like, I don't think that because you figure when Han Solo comes out the, uh, of, uh, you know, from being frozen, he's still a pilot. He knows how to fly, you know? So I was just like, was it carbonite? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was carbonized or whatever like that. So I'm just yeah, like, that's probably not at, even at it, the right, same but... time. Han Solo is frozen, you know, in time. He doesn't. He's not going through ten years of guilt. Yes, but that's you know right. what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely like a mental illness aspect to this that Obi Wan is suffering from. Like, I, I think that's just. I think that's just what it is. I don't see martial art movies can't been in jail for 30 years, still not a break somebody off. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to get too much away, but I'm just saying, it's like that didn't, that part, like, dropped it way down. I'm just like, mm, like I said, yeah, I see Boba Fett vibes creeping up, like, mm, mm. That's why I won't give a one word review yet. Jelly, mm. It's got potential. That scene, ugh, immersion breaking scene. But other than that, it's been there's been a couple other things too. But it's been it's off to a good start. Like I'm interested yeah, to see this, yeah, whereas I was plagued by having to watch Boba Fett. Let's move on to the title of the episode, right? I think you, uh, we are talking Destiny two. Uh, so Destiny, uh, the game has been around a while, uh, and we have been off and on on that game over the few, last few years, and now we are back in. Destiny 2, I think we're all three have jumped back in. And then I'm sure uh, I'm not the only one here, but I am totally lost. (laughs) I'm like, I have no idea. Like, it's season 17, season 16, DLC. I don't the uh, Witch Queen DLC. I think that's what the the last major uh, content drop Mm -hmm. was in February. All sounds great. Looks great. I was blown away when I, I when I signed in um, and started playing. And there, you know, they did the whole cutscene uh, where they give you like you know some one minute uh, splash of story, and you, that leaves a big question mark over your head. You know, looked fabulous. But then you get into the main menus, and you're just there's so much stuff. Like I don't even know where to start. Like like they should like when you sign back up, give you like a, uh, an email or something that says, look, this is where you need to start, or this is what you can do. Like, these are all the possible routes and, and things like, Oh, do I need to get the witch queen deluxe edition? Or can I just do the free to play and do like a, 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 a what do you call it? A pass. Um, right. Season pass. Season right. pass. Well, $10, $10 so what do you pass. Got? I mean, did you guys have the same experience? I'm like, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, I logged back in. I was just like, interesting. And then, like you said, it's just like, Pfft. and I'm expecting the season, like, you know, how it is in Call of Duty, Fortnite, you know, 2K. It's just a bar that, hey, you level up, this is what you get. You know, I'm just like, hmm, quest and all this other type of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, 
you know, like, I don't know if I should go to the moon or to Mars, Saturn, like, where do I need to go, you know? <laughs> I think yeah. that Destiny 2 has done, has been around so long, and it's been successful, I think, the whole time it's been out. But the issue is that it is super unfriendly to returning Guardians, right? Because right. uh, we're, we're coming back into this game, and uh, for the audience on Twitch that are watching, Tony is wearing that visitor badge because he missed the last episode, and so we are you know, making him wear that, you know, to keep him in line a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, Mr. Boggs84, he said uh, he loves the 2.0 uh, solar system, but it's like, I don't even know what that is. It's like, you know, I see it pop up like, oh, solar this or solar. I'm like, I don't know what so, that is. Like, I just hit circle to keep going. I don't know. Okay, so uh, I think last season, or in a previous season, they had the Void 2.0. And now they've recently just introduced Solar 2.0. I always see 3.0, um, so I'm not sure if there's a... If, I'm probably just wrong. Um, but if you go into your... Uh, what character are you playing? Hunter. I knew it was Hunter, too. Uh, I just oh, knew it. Just because I know you, I think. I don't yeah, know I'm, if we played yet. Beast, man, all that little sophisticated so, stuff when we brutes around here. What are you using? <laughs> what class are you using? Uh, I'm sorry. What <laughs> super are you using? Solar, void, or... Is that it? What's Is that it now? Mm, it might be the solar. It might be the solar. So you might not have done this when you came back to Destiny 2. But if you go into your inventory and you click on your super... You hit the triangle, right? It's going to bring up Solar 2.0. And all the classes have it. And what it has is a bunch of... It, you have to completely rebuild your class. So there's one... If you go over to Eris Moon, Eris Morn, whatever his name is, in the tower, you can actually buy every type of grenade that all of the classes have. You can have them on any classes. You can buy... Uh, I'm not sure what they call them. Fragments or something. And you can build and customize your hunter. Like, I was playing my hunter yesterday, dude. And it was ludicrous what I was doing to these people. We were uh, Tony and I played Gambit. And the only uh, Gambit achievement I don't have to get, like, the dredged in under my name is, uh, or over my name, is one player on the team has to get 75 motes in a Gambit match, 75 out of 100, without losing a single one. And you have to win. Twice in a row in my hunter last night, I got 69, and I missed, I lost six moats, and I got 71, and I lost four moats. Two games in a row is right there, because the hunter was crazy good with that solar thing, dude. Mm. It, you got Scorch, you got, like, all the different grenades, you got these amazing skills. You need to open up your skill tree, um, and it's really a skill tree now, your, mm. your super. It's not, like, choose which one, because it used to be, right. oh, just select which, you know, diamond what cluster of skills now it's all customizable so it is really cool dude like the those updates and stuff are really fun and like my warlock i've got this thing and i think you can have it on all the characters if you're a void class if you could you could be a hunter or a uh warlock or a titan you can do a finishing move and turn invisible i was using that today it was amazing like you're in the thick of it just pop that finishing move and you can like get going. Uh, so the new stuff that they've been introducing is actually a re like really good content as far as how they've restructured that um, from a you know like a player who has 
playing Destiny 1 when it came out, Destiny 2 when it came out, and then got away from it because it's just way too much. You know, the grind is ridiculous. Have you, uh, Mr. Boggs 84 said, how do you like the Golden Gun buff? I had zero interest in trying out the Golden Gun buff, dude. Zero. I was playing my Hunter, and I just did the, uh, Barrage, the Blade Barrage, because the last time I played Destiny 2, Blade Barrage was not a thing. I've seen somebody using a grenade I used to use back in the day to wonder, um, like it splits up, and then like somebody walks through like a file, so like I want that back. So to the Titan main now. So I played my Titan a little bit. I basically just I'm on that grind to try to get leveled up right now. So my uh, Titan, I did a little bit of the solar throwing hammers and stuff. That's that's it. I didn't do the void or any of the other stuff yet. Uh, Warlock have the ability with solar by snapping the that dude the finger snap with the Warlock is so overpowered and if you get that thing that you finger snap and you do uh, you finger snap and then you throw your grenade and they recharge each other like I was running around just annihilating a whole like a whole uh, I don't know gambit area or a, a strike or something it was ridiculous Oh, I love that ability with the Warlock. Snap the finger. Yeah. yeah, That's so cool. So <laughs> overpowered. But one thing is, in PvP... Okay. Alright. We gotta talk about this, gentlemen. Have either of you played Iron Banner this season? Not yet. No, I have not seen it. I mean, I have not played it. Not played it at all. So I go into this Iron Banner, and I'm excited about it, because Iron Banner actually used to be amazing. And it's, it used to be. It's the Rift game mode now. It's so bad, dude. It's like unbearably bad. Where there's a Rift in the center, and each team has to go and try to get the Rift, and then you escort it to the other side, uh, the other team's like base. They have a container or something you have to slam it in. The respawns are set at like 8 or 10 seconds or something like that. The uh, When you actually get the Rift in it resets all the players back to the starting point. So in my very first game, I had to quit out because it was in an endless loop. I'm talk- I sat in there for like three or four minutes of it doing it because I'm like, what is happening right now? And we actually had points on the board and everything, and it just literally just repeatedly kicked us out. It would, it would bring us all back to the center, and then it'd be like, oh, hey, resetting, tr- resetting, get ready to reset. And then it put- pulls us all right back. So someone had soft-locked it or something. Um, and I had to quit out. And then it did the same thing on the second one. So it was my third match of Iron Banner that I actually was able to complete. Not to mention, like, the skill-based matchmaking is trash. I don't know if it's, like, using old stats where I used to actually be able to kill people, but I'm an old man now. I can't do that anymore. So I feel You're like every <laughs> single game I'm losing because it is looking at my stats thinking, oh, this player's stats should be able to, you know, should contribute to this team. No, dude, give me a zero KD stat lobby, please. Like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not ready for my old KD, you know, lobbies. And I just, I was getting murked so hard, man. That, and I don't have, I have no idea what guns are the meta. I went and pulled the old Soros regime, uh, regime out of the, uh, the vault today. And well, Mr. Actually, Boggs 84 says it's all about the hand cannons. It's all about the hand okay. cannons. Okay, I went looking for my Ace of Spades, cannons. and I don't know if I had that on Xbox, and I don't have it on PlayStation, so I need to link my accounts, because I had the last word in there. I wanted to get that, and I had some... I had plenty of uh, uh, hand cannons that I'd used in the past, but, like, isn't the Ace of Spades, like, the meta 
for PvP. That mm, thing now, I think you gotta, I think you just gotta, uh, you gotta do something different because uh, with all these updates and stuff, I'm pretty sure they had nerfed and buffed and recalibrated and all that. So I did get that gun that I've heard is uh, really, it's like called the Ostringer or something like that, and it's a hand cannon. I haven't used it in PvP yet, but I think it drops from the uh, those public events we were doing on the Derelict uh, Leviathan. I'm pretty sure that's where that comes from. Also, Vance, have you gotten this freaking glaive yet? It's a sword that goes in your special slot. That let me rephrase that. Your special <laughs> slot, Vance. In the <laughs> secondary, the secondary weapon slot. And it's a sword that shoots from the sword, but you can also hit people with it. Yeah, it like is the most like the un- long, the long uh, what's the name? It's like yeah. spear. Yeah, 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 I got it. Yo, I love it. Did I you got, got it too? That's yeah. what I was yeah, using in Gambit when I was getting seventy-five <laughs> moats in a game, man. Like it's Yeah, ridiculous. is that like a vacuum too? Because every every time I, when we were playing Gambit, you're running around with this thing, all the moats would fly up in the air and then you'd be like it, they would suck down to you like is is it secondary function a a vacuum cleaner (laughs) i uh i was meleeing them all so like the the really the really hardcore enemies i would shoot them a couple of times but i was finishing almost all of them by melee so i'm right under them like as soon as they spawn those things up i'm standing where they were like i was getting i mean i would have killed so many more people if i didn't always have 15 moats i had to go take back so it was uh I mean, it's crazy. That oh, I'm jealous. Awesome. I'm jealous. I'm waiting for one to drop for me. Probably I mean, never happen. All today. <laughs> Shooter, you probably uh, because I think it might be a quest or something that I did to get it. Actually, I well, was I got running two around. of them. Yeah. Okay. So. So I got. Yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> I was thinking that actually. I, don't I, know. I just dismantled a legend, uh, an exotic today because I literally had two of them like on my character. I had two in the character. Uh, inventory i'm like i don't i don't think i need two they weren't like i just deleted the worst one i didn't have them upgraded or anything like that either yeah but dude I just I, i'm keep my rocket launcher they can lock on i love it man i love it i love rocket launcher you know it's not a gallahorn uh, is it i have no idea i don't know names of none of this stuff i just i like like i look at no names it's all light level light level and you know if i need it for solar or you know, fire, whatever. I'm like, ew, this is, let's see, this one is 1467, this one's 1482. Guess which one we going with? <laughs> I don't even know what to do, but we're going to find out. Have you done any battle. strikes? We used to do strikes all the time. Have you done any strikes? No, nope, I haven't done no strikes, no nothing. I've just been literally running around. Maybe I've just, been doing some Are you, so, are are you playing solo or with a group? I don't know. I'm playing solo. I'm, I'm solo enough. You know, a couple of us are randoms that just beat up on somebody, but, you know, during a yeah. public event. But So if anybody wants to, uh, you know, hold our hands or join our games while we're playing Destiny, uh, that's our flavor of the month right now, uh, be sure to send us a friend invite. Uh, I am uh, Whiskey Jack with two J's. Uh, Vance is sent from heaven. Put that in the chat because it's, you know, some people might not be able to spell it right and then we have clint who you probably won't be able to find online anyway so we won't even bother 
correct. Um, you could just tell him to join the clan. Are you the leader of this clan that we're in? Because that's the only reason I wouldn't have gotten uh, kicked. Casual ago. Space Cowboys clan. I think that we should just dismantle that clan and start a whole new one. Called, you know, hey, why? Hey, hey. hey, it's funny because uh, D the Five, um, you know, uh, Miss Peaky's husband, I know he plays all the time. I say, yo, I need an invite to the clan. And uh, he's supposed to be coming up with a clan, send invites, whatever like that. Because I'm in some clan now, but I think it's me and some other person. I'm like, ooh, I'm getting clan XP? Like, ooh, I didn't even know I was in one. I, I saw today, if you go into your triumphs, I don't know if you guys ever check it out. I think there's actually a benefit from to do that. Like, you get uh, some sort of XP or something. It, like, I, I went in and I just tried to clear all that stuff out. But I saw, like, three hours ago that I had uh, gotten... 100,000 points for my clan, which is oh, your nice. clan, I think, Tony. Nice. Good work. 100,000 lifetime yeah, points. I don't know if I've ever been in another clan. I don't, I don't remember. Like, I don't think clans were a thing. Oh, we have 100,000 lifetime points while in this clan. Okay. Casual Space going. Cowboys. <laughs> Go Casual oh, Space Cowboys. Yeah, you should tell people to do that. Just join that clan, and then, uh, you know, they don't have to know who I am, you know. Yeah, yeah, one hip. <laughs> one hip. Dude. I am literally typing in the chat with. Yeah. A sim- what, that's not my name on PSN, though. Is, uh, oh, so is, do it? they still have the. Uh, Hipless dude? Like the raids and the strikes and stuff like that? Well, I didn't see the strikes, but do they still have the raids and stuff? Yeah, there's raids. Also, I was thinking if you gentlemen would like to, I think we probably have to get. Uh, actually, I don't know if we have to get leveled up. There's legacy raids, and I had this guy in PvP today annihilating me with a Vex class, dude. And I, when I, uh, I did it, we talked about MTV Cribs with uh, Ziggy. I had a little MTV Cribs of my own where I went over to my bank and uh, went over to my vault, and I showed off my seven Vex class that I had in a little video I had taken, you know, because I used to grind the Vault of Glass so hard. That was Destiny 1 back then. Um, but I would love to do the Vault of Glass again. And there's a Prophecy Dungeon that's like one to three players, and I've done most of that as a solo, but my issue is, every time I play Destiny, all of my time is spent trying to level up and get my gear to the appropriate level, and so I'm always wearing like blue gear, or wearing whatever, you know, using whatever's the highest light level, and it's all garbage. (laughs) So I can't like do... The, the higher end hard content, I'm not able to complete it without like, you know, actually investing time and putting a build together for my, you know, using the appropriate weapons, the appropriate armor stats and upgrades and all that. Like it's one thing, man, the grind in destiny too. It's right. ridiculous, but I would love to do vault of glass again. All right. Like let's, we need to prioritize this people. What is the, your light level? Like 15, 25 ish. Yeah, I think mine's like fourteen fifty-seven. I mean, I literally just started. <laughs> no, you're higher Two than that. Aren't ago. you like fourteen ninety or something? It's four, is yeah, it I'm fourteen ninety-five. Okay. You get to fifteen ten is what I think. Uh, I I don't know if that's right. I was I thought that fifteen ten might be like a soft cap or something, but I have blues that are dropping higher than that. So I think the like 1560 or 1570 is like the soft cap and then you need to get the powerful gear or the pinnacle gear i'm not sure of all the terminology to go higher do that than that in like uh 
what's a what's the hard version of like strikes and stuff? Raids. Nightmare. Oh no, night nightfalls. 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 And yeah. that's one thing. If you want to do nightfalls, you have to buy des you have to buy the witch uh campaign. Yeah, because I think it might be fifteen fifty. I think that's what uh somebody told me. I think oh, you have to buy the you have to buy the the uh, DLC if you want to do Nightfall Strikes. But is that deluxe or is that or that's just Witch Queen? I think just Witch Queen. The deluxe gives you some other stuff with it. Like I think yeah. the deluxe yeah. includes like the thirty year anniversary thing, which by the way, Vance, that was all completely new to me. You can go to this on the map. It's called Eternity. And it's Zur's treasure room. And Zur actually has a like set location on the map. And he's got an event you can do. And you don't have to have the 30th anniversary uh, pack or whatever to do it. Tony and I were, were doing that some. It is a lot of fun, dude. It's like a timed trial thing with six people. But it auto-fills your uh, fire team with six. So uh, when you do it on the low light level one, it does. But you can go in there. And just burst through all these bosses and stuff. It's a lot of fun, and it's like fast action, you know. And there's some variations to it and how they do it. It's really well done, uh, and that was brand new to me a couple of days ago when we first tried that, whatever they're called. But it's that is fun. Good, because I was tired of on the weekend running around trying to find Zerg, like looking on, you know, like uh. So YouTube, you can't. Like, Where's he at today? Where's he? At you today? can't talk to him there for that. Because we, That's so weird. I actually, I did That's go to so wherezer.com uh, on Saturday or Sunday when uh, Tony and I were playing. Uh, Sunday, yeah, I think. You guys just look it up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's in the tower. I'm like, oh, thank you. I know where the tower spot is. <laughs> you know, I don't right. know. I've been, I've been looking him up for years. So I'll just continue doing that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of different. If you're just looking for him in random places, that's a lot of looking. Yeah, Man, right. I can, I, right. <laughs> by the time you find them, I can find like three rays by then. You know? <laughs> that, that's what we had to do back in the day, man. All right. Yeah. So we're back into Destiny. Anybody out there wants to, you know, join our join our clan? You know, send us a, a message or with your uh, uh, what do you call it, Bungie ID or you'll have to. I think ID. you'll need to put your crossplay ID in there. Mr. Boggs84 saying he's on Xbox, so I don't think that PSN stuff is going to do any good for him unless the casual Space Cowboys is like open to join. All right, so moving on from Destiny, we're going to finish up by discussing big event this upcoming weekend for Good to Game Radio. Vance, why don't you tell us what's going on since you're the brainchild and the force behind this initiative that's going to be happening starting on friday going through the weekend and unfortunately i will not be able to attend due to a last minute emergency but you guys will be there so vance and clint will be there uh, for everybody to come by and visit so vance break it down for us all right so this weekend coming up uh june 3rd to june 5th we will be in Dallas, and we shout out Dallas Cowboys, greatest NFL team ever. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be in Dallas uh, at DreamHack, and um, you know we're gonna have a wonderful time. But we actually have a slot there, so we are gonna be podcasting uh there for you all. You know, for the people. You know, we we love the people, so make them happy, make them happy. And uh, Clint, he's gonna be joining me. Can't wait, exciting. You know, 
Ah, it's gonna be awesome, Clint. It's gonna be awesome. Tony, you can't. So Dreamhack, Dreamhack is a big. Uh, it's a big festival of gaming, right? It's it's. Uh, I think it's uh, their moniker or their tagline is like the biggest land party in gaming or something like that. Yeah. And so, so it's a derivative of like a esports leagues, but yeah. It's a bunch of tournaments. And it's a it's a video game convention, basically, uh, similar to you know PAX East, which we just went to a few weeks ago. A little bit different. I don't think there's going to be as many developers there. This is more of a you know, tournament style event with uh, an expo and some other uh, side events and stuff going on. But you guys are going to be there and get to experience it all. So I'm jealous. Um, I don't be. We'll yeah. uh, we'll bring you back. Yeah. So on Friday, on Friday, uh, Mister Sent from Heaven there, Vance, uh, managed to line us up with a three-hour block from one to four. So if you're going to be in the convention center downtown Dallas, uh, Dallas Convention Center, where DreamHack is located, you have a ticket on Friday between one and four. Um, Vance and Clint will be airing live from a studio space that they are providing for, you know, select uh, creators. So from one to four, you can check out Good to Game Radio there live, or you can just tune into our Twitch channel uh, where Vance uh, should be airing. Uh, everything that's going on uh, for us there between one and four. And what do we have lined up for the audience there, Vance? Uh, we have interviews lined up for um, some uh, other content creators that is going to share the stage with us. Um, we have uh, six guests, I believe, uh, lined up. So uh, we're going to be doing live interviews uh, from, from DreamHack. And uh, I know uh try to get into some competitions, you know, you have a, a punch machine competition, and I'm looking forward to that. You do know, they really have that there? They do, and they have basketball there. They have a big hunt, you know. I think it's like most head shots or something like that. So JQ and I used to play that all the time. Like, we go to arcade, it was like basketball, the big hunt. You know, it's like, it's all about the heart shots and head shots. Maybe that's what, the, that's what the, you know, your brain is muttered at. So they did have the mechanical bull, but I was like, mm-hmm, I'm going to let Tony handle that, you know. Yeah, I'm not getting on a mechanical bull. No, there. My, back would not, <laughs> right. my back would not hold up to any mechanical bull. Um, no, yeah, I would. I would have to pass on that one. Maybe the punching bag I could do again. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, you know maybe I think some a cornhole or something. I don't know. <laughs> Physical, you know, I'm sure they'll have the little creator space there where they have, uh, you know, games for people to participate in. It should be interesting. Um, so some of our interviewees that we have lined up, we have, uh, if you caught Mr. 8-Bit of Fun a few weeks ago that we had on the show, he'll be back joining us between 1 and one thirty. I think is his uh, his time slot. Uh, so he is going to be there at DreamHack. So he's going to uh, stop by and talk to you guys between 1 and 3. And then we have uh, Ashenworks. Ashenworks. I think that, that is. That's the board gamer. Yeah, and so that's a tabletop gonna... role-playing game. Um, he's going to be talking about their role-playing game uh, channel. I think it's Three-Headed Hydra. Or, uh, then we have La Lady Panda and Smirky and Gappy and Senpai Lavatron. So if you like, you know, those That's like the creators, coolest name 
yeah ever by the way you can tune in and check those out <laughs> so i'm gonna say that i'm like it's gonna be nice to meet some new folks because you know the majority of these people we haven't uh, had interactions with like officially or hadn't had them on the podcast or anything like that but i am excited to see ape it again because that guy is so much fun like i'm gonna ask him to do impressions i think <laughs> Like maybe not while we're recording. I'll maybe afterwards before we'll have a put. I hope he brings the blonde wig, you know, and he does that uh, that whole thing. Right, right, right. And Ziggy's yeah. gonna be there. We don't have Ziggy scheduled. Yep. Uh, Ziggy the Beast. We don't have him scheduled in these time slots. But we just finished an interview with him on Thursday. That is up now. Our we have an audio podcast. Do we say the? Do we say that out loud anymore? We have an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, Twitch yeah. thing is new. Ziggy and Eight Bit are there. And you know how Ziggy was telling us they do their wrestling thing where they create an entire e-federation of wrestlers. Tony, oh, hey, you know the most important part of Ziggy being on here? He doesn't like Star Wars. So on our last (laughs) episode, he doesn't know yet, but on our last episode, Star Wars was given an overall disapproval by the Good to Game radio crew. Just saying. All right. Yeah, we were well, outnumbered. Manta, I was expecting you to put up a better fight than that. <laughs> hey, you know what? I left my lightsaber at work, so. But, yeah, you're you pulling know. an Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep. So that's what we have planned for this weekend. Well, that's what you guys have planned for this weekend. I'll be here watching you guys. Um, uh, carrying the tr- the torch for the show so good luck to you and uh, i'm sure you guys will produce plenty of great content for the audience to, to check out so i think that's uh that's all we have for tonight thanks for dropping by and as clint was saying we do have an audio podcast we have so many episodes that you can go back and check out uh, hey, do you want to know what episode number this is what episode number will this be clint 69. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mysterious Jason, you could have been here, man. There you go. But yeah, check, so check out our podcast. You can find that on uh, all the major um, podcasting uh, applications like Spotify and iTunes and whatever you, uh, you might be using. I'm sure you'll find it. It's good to game radio. Um, so check us out there. And you can listen to us while you're driving to work or, you know, working or just doing chores around the house like my wife does. But uh, anyway, see ya. Bye. Later, guys.